This is episode three of four special introductory episodes that are being released every two weeks until the daily podcast begins streaming on Monday, November 30th. Please subscribe now so that you never miss a day. Find us on most podcast streaming services as I Will Be Your Church podcast or on our website, IWillBeYourChurch.com. Right now, maybe somebody's listening who's a fan of the Walking Dead TV show. This is what is impressed upon my heart, that someone was watching The Walking Dead saying, I identify with The Walking Dead, the actual zombies. I feel like my life is just a random horde of death and no purpose, endless, eternal walking. But you know what? What we're trying to call you today, what the Lord's calling us to, he's calling you to, is to come out of that horde of death with a purpose, with a call of God, to go run a race and actually be a winner. Are you a seeker, believer, doubter, or philosopher? Are you church-weary and disillusioned, or Jesus-loving and digging deeper? This church welcomes you all. Join siblings, Ben and Joanna Church, your hosts for the I Will Be Your Church podcast, a daily discovery of the realm of God. Grow strong in the truth of God's presence and love so that you can say to your families, friends, co-workers, and social media worlds, I will be your church. Today's scripture, we're going to talk about 1 Corinthians 9, verses 24 through 27. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air. But I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. Joanna, this scripture really puts in context American culture. We love sports. In fact, this time of of COVID has really hurt the sports industries and and we're all suffering. We want our football, you know, Uh, at least the UFC has been giving us weekly fights. Those have been pretty cool. But this scripture really brings it home to me because it's talking about everyone's running. We're all in this race of life. We're all going somewhere, right? But in a race, Paul in 1 Corinthians is telling us that only one person wins the race. And so he's telling us to have a mindset that we should have that winner's mindset. Maybe you're listening and you've heard a lot of Christian people talk about being a winner in life. And usually it's more of a worldly context with like a Christian spin on it. And obviously there is some truth to that. And and there are biblical principles, principles you can live by and be a success. It'll take you from poverty to having an abundance 
It'll take you from being uh, downcast to be uplifted. It'll take you from an orphan to having a family in different ways. So I, I agree with that. But does that mean that you will have a super prosperous life from the world's perspective? I don't necessarily think so. But we can still run to become a winner. And I think what the Apostle Paul is, is telling us about is more of a heavenly reward, more of an eternal reward, that we can run this race of life, not aimlessly or just, you know, someone out just trying to get exercise. No, but we are running this life for a specific purpose. In our case, what we're talking about on this podcast is being the church of Jesus Christ, is being an example, everyday Christians. Ben and Joanna, out in our worlds, trying to shine the light of God to all those around us, that we will take the traditional church setting out of four walls and bring it onto the street. Wherever we go, that's where the church is. So we want to live in such a way that we are going to achieve that. If we don't run with a specific purpose in mind, we run aimlessly. But he's comparing that to an athlete. Look at these athletes in the world. I tell you, there are some awesome, wonderful athletes in the world who are inspiring, who even change people's lives just by their example of hard work, dedication, perseverance, uh, even just natural ability that we just love to watch compete. It's inspiring. It really does. And those people are not just out there you know, like LeBron James is not just out, you know, uh, in a basketball court in a city just shooting hoops, right? No, he is on the court day in and day out with the specific purpose in mind. You know what that is? To win a championship. And so in March or in April or in August or December, any time of the year, you'll find him on a basketball court doing his drills, working hard with one purpose in mind. He's forgetting last year and he's looking forward to next year and he wants to win a championship. Well, how much more if the worldly people can give us that example, the apostle Paul is telling us here, run that you may obtain it. And so we do have to live with that mindset that we can achieve what God has purposed in our hearts to do. If we want to shine the light of Jesus, then we can do that. If we want to build up the church of Jesus Christ, if we want to see lives changed, if we want to see our world changed, well, then we need to live that way. Because if we don't, if we don't have that mindset, it never will change. I really like what you said about with, a, with an athlete who's a champion athlete, they have a purpose. Mm -hmm. They have this goal. And every year that goal is that championship. And so they design their life around achieving that goal. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about what is the prize? <laughs> what is it we're working towards? What is that goal? If we don't know what that really is, it's sort of hard to design our lives around it. But yet God has told us all throughout the scriptures what his goal is, and that is to be the family of God in eternity. Mm -hmm. That's right, forever. To 
to be in eternity. I know there's a lot of talk and maybe someday we'll have a conversation about heaven and what that looks like. And, and there's all, you know, there's all these concepts out there and, and drawings and artwork that try to depict what heaven is, but it's just a realm. <laughs> it's just another realm. It's not some cloudy, you know, mm-hmm. place in the sky, but but it's a real place too. But it's a real place and it's yeah. and it's and it's about eternity. There is a purpose for humanity in eternity. Mm-hmm. And there is a goal of going into eternity as people who've been created in the image of God to do great things in eternity beyond mm-hmm. this world. And so if we know just even that, if we don't know really anything else of a purpose or a plan, but we know that, that there is this, not even a destination, but there is a journey through eternity that we are trying to achieve, then how are we purposing our life around that? What am I doing every day to go into eternity as connected to God and connected to the other people in the family of God as I can be? How am I shaping my life around that? How am I speaking to other people? Because I want to bring other people into that with me. I want to, that's my purpose too. I want to bring other people into the awesome adventure that is eternity. And how am I shaping my life around that? I don't want to do something aimlessly. I don't want to run this life aimlessly, just sort of waking up every day, flipping on my phone, watching my five hours of TV, doing my job and not being satisfied and coming home and just feeling blah. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that aimlessness. Mm. I want to have a purpose that gets me out of bed every morning that says there's more to this life than just, you know, a little bit of time on this planet, but but this eternity, this running of eternity. And what is that amazing adventure going to look like and going into it with the discipline to do something great? in eternity. Yeah. And that's a reality. And I think if we have that mindset, I think it's a twofold mindset, but the apostle Paul is talking about, it's a running to win with the message of the gospel. I really believe in this, in this time now with obviously the work that the Lord has called each one of us to do that we need to run with a purpose because he specifically says, you know, the at lust after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. So here he is is sharing forth God's will to those around him. And yet for some reason, if he's not living his own personal life and with that same mentality of of doing the Lord's will for him, he's somehow disqualified from either that twofold purpose of achieving God's will now in the earth. And that would be a whole topic we we could talk about another day is what is God's will for right now? What's, what's the plan of the gospel? But on the other hand, the second part of that is the eternal, the reward of eternal life with the Lord forever and in the new Jerusalem and, and all the things that come with that that are pretty exciting. And I'd love to talk about that someday. But it also reminds me of the rich young ruler, the story in the gospels with Jesus. So there's this young man and he was a wealthy young man, prominent in the community and when he encounters Jesus, he asks Jesus a question. He said, Jesus, what, what do I have to do to be saved? And Jesus says, well, you know what to do. You know, you're a good Jew. Ten commandments, right? Obey your parents, serve the Lord, all these things. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's my <laughs> paraphrase of the Ten Commandments. You like that? <laughs> but and and the guy's like, yeah, yeah, I know, I do all that stuff. I I'm fervent at obeying the Ten Commandments of the Lord. And Jesus cuts right to the quick and says, you know what? There's only one more thing you need to do. Wow. I wish the Lord would say that to me. There's only one thing, Ben, <laughs> that you need to do. I feel like there's about a million things I need to do. <laughs> there's only one thing you need to do. Go sell everything you have and give all your money to the poor and then come follow me. And it broke his heart because his heart, his real heart was in his possessions. And he had a lot of possessions and he, and he walked away from the Lord Jesus, didn't follow him. And Jesus said, it's hard. That's when the whole heart, it's hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. But then he goes on to say, and this is what I'm trying to get at, store up for yourselves treasure in heaven where thieves can't steal, where moth and rust can't destroy. And another passage, he talks about doing good works. Obviously, he's talking about giving your giving money to the poor, helping other people, doing the Lord's work. You're storing up for yourselves treasure in heaven. And Jesus was saying the same thing the Apostle Paul saying in the first Corinthians, run that you may obtain that eternal wreath or that eternal prize. Live your life so that you're not just trying to lay up for yourselves success here on earth, the best house, the best car, the best job, the best husband or wife, or the best position in society, or the most notoriety. It's all going to burn up in fire. But if we live our lives in service to others, if we lose our life for Christ's sake, we actually gain it. If we could just change all of our mindsets to live with an eternal mindset and choose to live each day knowing that. I need to give today to others around me. And that's going to really go into my heavenly bank account. Instead of trying to save all your money in your bank account now and save it for a rainy day and have all the insurances in the whole world so that your life's completely insurance protected, take some of that money and go spread the gospel around the world. Take some of that money and go change a community. Stop hoarding it all for ourselves and let's start living towards eternity by making a difference right where we are now. So if you're someone in the world right now listening who hasn't started running the eternal race that we're talking about, why not start? Mm -hmm. You're already running a race. That's right. But if you feel like you've been running aimlessly with no purpose and not sure what to do and not sure why you're even here, I would say make a choice today to say, I'm going to run with the purpose of running after God, mm -hmm. of running after being somebody who can be the church to the people around me, being somebody who's going to go into eternity, having run an awesome race, a race of giving and glory and love. That's something you can choose today. God's made a way for you to do it. And he's saying, come on, I've got a race for you. You're mm -hmm. running. Why not run in a race that's going to actually take you to something worthy, something good, something beautiful, which is the heart of God? Mm -hmm. You know, why not? I just feel like impressed, really, that right now maybe somebody's listening who's a fan of the Walking Dead TV show. This is what is impressed upon my heart, that someone was watching The Walking Dead saying, I identify with The Walking Dead, the actual zombies. I feel like my life is just a random horde of death and no purpose, endless, eternal walking. But you know what? What we're trying to call you today, what the Lord's calling us to, he's calling you to, is to come out of that horde of death 
with a purpose, with a call of God to go run a race and actually be a winner, not just a someone out for a jog, not someone just exercising, but a champion athlete working towards a prize that the Lord is going to hand you in victory. So if that's you, I encourage you, respond to that. Call on the Lord and say, Lord, I respond to that today. I've been feeling like I've just been wandering in death and in darkness with no purpose. I hear today that you have a purpose for me, that you have a calling, that you can change me from a dead corpse into a championship athlete, spiritually speaking. Respond to the Lord today in a prayer like that. You will be amazed how God changes your life. Well, my prayer for you today is that you would respond to the heart of God towards you through the cross of Jesus Christ. Don't wait till tomorrow. Respond today and let him make a difference in your life. Just repent or turn from evil ways and turn towards the Lord Jesus Christ. He'll do the work in your life if you turn towards him. Also, I would pray that you would embrace the power of the Holy Spirit and embrace the truth of God's word. And that lastly, you would be a willing doer of God's will in your life and in your world. So go out and do it today. If you feel blessed by the I Will Be Your Church podcast, please subscribe so you never miss a day. And then share it with your friends. Check out our website, IWillBeYourChurch.com to learn more about us Check out Ben's blog, connect with us on social media, and become part of this church family movement.